Hi everyone, you're now listening to episode 20 of the Tilt and the podcast, hosted by me, Tabriz. And me, Faisal. Welcome everyone to another episode. Faisal, tip of the hat to you. Thank you. How are you sir? Episode 20. I'm doing good. I'm wondering if anyone can hear the uh, husk, husk in your voice after... Uh, Is it that obvious? After uh, another eventful weekend, let's say. I know, this is becoming a bit of a... <laughs> it's becoming a uh, habit. It really is. We don't have a problem, I swear. No, not that I know of. Or not that I'm willing to admit. Yeah, and we're not in denial. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> well, how has your week been, sir? I mean, week, standard. Weekend Much was, was the main event. That's what we're waiting for. I mean, it's been... I mean, it's been a nervy week, really. All looking forward to to the Blues Sheffield game, to United. be fair. Yeah. What a way to start the season off yeah. against... Tough, tough match Arguably, before the start of the season, I would have said, are oh, the toughest, one of the toughest teams in our league. Mm. You look how strong they are. They haven't mm. lost anyone. Just they're, they're starting... Well, they're, they're, their strike power is, is like second to none, really, in the mm. league. So, what a way for us to kick off. But in true Blues fashion, we love an opening day of the season. Oh, we love an opening day. And I'm sure all the Blue Noses listening in know how the story went. Three bloody points. And I think we'd be sitting here talking about three points away to Sheffield United. No, I didn't. Even though, like I said, we love an opening day. We do. Bowyer loves an opening day. Let's uh, let's get that out there as well. Yeah, but we've gone and done it. We've I gone know. and secured the bag, huge three points, and what a bloody statement to make! Yeah, what a statement to it make! It really is. It really is. I mean, hopefully we carry it forward into this week, but just as an opening game, and what a result against that team! Yeah, so Seriously. one a one nil win away from home, first game of the season. Beautiful. Absolutely stunning. So, that's what our week's been kind of culminating in. Mm. Just to take it back a little bit, give you a little bit of context about the old Tilton 2 <laughs> and what we've been getting. Tilton 2 on tour. Exactly. Before we get into the nitty gritty of the game, do you want to take us away? So, what were we doing on Saturday? Yeah, on Saturday, we decided to uh, meet some friends in Nottingham and sort of join their night out and. Uh, yeah, it was eventful. It was. It always is. It always, it always is, is when eventful. the boys are in town. Exactly. When the Tilton Two are on tour, it is eventful. I know. And in the last couple of weeks, we've had a few tours. We have. We have. We have had a few tours. But so. it started really with uh, obviously we had to see the boys in blue play. I so know. we incorporated so we that into around. The night. Yeah. Where did we watch? We were watching a couple of bars, and we were yeah. moving around. Yeah, to be fair, we watch first half in one, one bar. Yep. Moved to the second to the, for the second. second half. Seamless it was. It was seamless. As always, I was probably getting a bit stressed and a bit panicked saying yeah, to you, oh, let's go watch the game, quick, quick, quick. And there was no need to worry. No, it was everywhere. Yeah. And needless to say, we were definitely the only Blues fans in both mm. bars mm. who were watching it. We were the only people watching it, mate. We literally were sitting underneath the TV like two oh, little no. school kids. Mate, and when we scored... Oh, yeah. Scenes, mate. Limbs. Limbs. Absolute scenes. But, yeah, uh, 
good way to start the night and then that kind of uh, set, set the, the tone temper. didn't it yeah it, it, did. Did. it did and the rest is history <laughs> the rest is history the rest yeah. is well and truly history yeah. you'll have to uh yeah you'll have to pry out the truth <laughs> <laughs> what stays on what happens on tour stays on tour indeed indeed but we move on so again as we always do get the rubbish boring stuff out of the way please follow us and check us out keep up to date with us on our socials you can find us at the Tilton 2 on Instagram yep and on our Twitter and our Facebook at the Tilton 2 okay we usually go straight into blues news but we mm. can't wait to talk about the game we're going to have a little switch up this week we are we're giving the people what yes. they want so we're going <laughs> exactly. straight into the game and where do we start let's strip it right the way back let's talk about formation mm, the setup. Or should we talk about before that? Let's see what you thought. I've said a little bit about what I thought coming into the game. How did you see it? How were you feeling before, let's say, the lineup was announced? I said it last week. I think I thought it would be a three-five-two that we'd play. I didn't think we'd have Bella out on the left. I thought you know maybe one Castillo um, might get a start or someone like that. But I did think we'd have three-five-two as our as our starting formation. Um, yeah, I mean, going into it, obviously, I bat Blues to win the game, but tough matchup, wasn't it? So, before it, nervy. Mm. But, yeah, I did see us go in with that formation just because against a strong side like that, the way we ended the season, we looked defensively strong in that posi- in that formation with, uh, with Bowyer leading it. So, yeah, I thought we would do something similar. What okay. about you? Well, we said it again, like you mentioned in last week. Mm. Bowyer's been open and said, Pre-season, he always goes for his trusted four-four-two. So I knew there's a bloody yeah, good a chance of him switching it up. Like you said, so for the people who listening in who didn't watch the game or don't know much about how the game went, mm. we did. We lined up three-five-two, um, and again, like you said, Bella playing out of position, yeah, very as, strange. Yeah, I mean, doing a lot of running, really. Mm. We played three at the back, five through the middle. Bella was playing one side of the midfield, and then we had Colin, Colin on yeah. the right. right yeah. And then up front, the trusty two of mm-hmm. Hogan and Juki. Yep, middle Ooh. three, Woods, Gardner, and... Tahith Chong. I know. Chong. So we got a, a debut for Tahith. Yep, yep. Sarkic in goal as well with his full mm. league... Uh, debut. debut. Yeah. Yep. What did you think then? So when we read that, I was a bit stupid. I read it and I thought we were going for more of like a four-two-two-two almost. Mm. Well, yeah. I mean, you see Bella, you see Bella on the on the sheet I alongside thought, Chong yeah. and players like that. You do think it's hard to line them up. I mean, I never thought before the game of seeing Bella as a left wing back. No, at all. Um, I mean, we've never seen him play defensive really. Uh, so, yeah, it was surprising, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, the result spoke for itself in the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, what did you think? Of the formation? Mm. I think the players we picked, I think, no doubt, it was a strong team. I, coming into it, I did think, are we going to see Sanchez? Are we not going to oh, no. see Sanchez? That was no, a big question. A big that I was thinking, so I was a little bit surprised to see him not. Yeah. Um, not featured. 
because I, I think what we saw in pre-season and what we already know of Sanchez, we know, he's, we know, yeah. he's a game-changer, yeah, he he's is. different source, he's, he's quality. So I was a little bit surprised there, mm. but in Bowie we trust, and exactly. it all paid off, especially when you see right where would Sanchez be playing, he'd have been playing on the right. Yeah. For me, Maxine Collin was Look at it. was unbelievable Look at that it, exactly. game. You know, especially going forward. You exactly. know, he had such a a license to just attack. Um, yeah, I mean, you can't falter it. I think that's probably the only one I would have said I was really happy. And again, we mentioned it on last week's episode where I think you correct me if I'm wrong, was saying I oh, will probably see Leko starting with Duke. And, yeah. But to see Hogan start, oh, no. I think that's what we need to be going yeah, with. it is. It is. Um, like you said, the trusty too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as, you know, as we'll say in a little bit more detail, Hogan missed a sitter. I know he did. Absolute sitter. Yeah. But he still looked good. He still yep. was able to, you know, get the ball out of his feet, still looked lively. Still on the last man, you know. I hope this is going to be his best season yet in a blue mm, shirt. Mm. Um, so yeah, no, I was, I was, I was happy. I was happy with the team. Like I said, until we actually started, I thought we were going to line up slightly differently, mm. player wise. Yeah, I thought we did. You know, we looked strong, and the inclusion of Chong. We went to the Albion game. We saw a little bit of him, but let's yeah. be fair, you know, yeah, 25 really minutes, you can't really judge no, a man no, on that. So he was another standout for me, looking forward to seeing how he was going to play. I didn't expect again until I saw the proper lineup during the game, really. I didn't expect to see him down the middle mm. or in the middle, you know, in the centre mid kind of position. Um, so, yeah, that was interesting, but it told. Again, we're going to dive into it. Let's dive for into me. It. Yeah, okay. Ready? <laughs> yeah. Let's dive. Let's dive. So, yeah. So, what? So, we kicked off the game. Yeah. How do you think we started? I think to start with, it was a bit of an edgy, edgy affair. Mm. I think it definitely took us a bit of time to get into it. And I think it took Sheffield a bit of time to get into it. As the game started going on, I mean, it was a similar story throughout the game, right? There's no doubt they had possession. They owned possession. Yeah. If I pull up my trusty stats here. Get the stats. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the game, right, without watching the game, you're going to think that Sheffield United were all over us. And that genuinely was not the case. So possession-wise, this is over the full 90 minutes. They had 76% possession, whereas we had 24%. Mm. A total of shots, they had a 16 and we had nine. Mm. Shots on target, we matched each other. We were 2-2. Two, two. Passes, they had some... Well, I'm not going to say something like... I know the, I know the no, stat. No, you, you've got the exact number. 596 passes Sheffield had against our 188. Yeah. I mean, that is, it's much as you say... Um, Eight corners compared to our two. Yeah. I know. I've just said they weren't that all it paints over a picture us. of um, them being all over us. But the stats are not in our favour yeah, whatsoever. I mean, but saying that they, you know, the way again we'll grab, go into it now. But the way that we played, it definitely did invite a lot of. I don't know whether it was attacking, but a lot of possession around the middle, a lot of possession in their back. You know, we were pressing quite hard, but. They were able to play it around. I mean, the, the shots on targets, the more telling thing for them, only getting two. Well, this is what I was going to say. That much possession. Look at the look at the game. We 
without a doubt, had more chances. Well, better chances. Well, better well, chances, sure. sorry. 100% better we had better chances. chances. Sure. They were shooting from like 20 yeah, yards plus yeah. in some points. They had to. Um, yeah. But um, we looked, you know, like I said, on the counter we were dangerous. Mm. And that's kind of where we we came good and kind of feeds into our first goal. Mm. What a fan... T- I mean, again, Jeremy Bella. Jeremy Bella. Jeremy Bella, like we've seen him in pre-season, what's he been doing? Lively on the left wing, yep. crosses in, and he did exactly the same. Yeah. I mean, on the run-up to that, it was, like we said, you know, sort of like middle of the park, head tennis almost. Um, yeah, cagey. And then for that goal, Bella is on the floor at the start of, of that attack. Yeah. He's, you know, sort of gone down. He's got himself straight back up. Woods has just done a tiny little pass tiny to him. Tiny pass, yeah. He's got, the you know, a little bit of space. He's brought it back a bit and just got the ball in. You know, it's not even the most dangerous area he's put it into. It's a great ball. I don't know. But it's the way that Collins just run in, met it. But I, I mean, think it's such an unreal see, header. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I think you can see Bella no, at seeing that. You know, it's almost what? it's probably He has played it into a dangerous area because he's seen how he's so free at the back post. It yeah, was so but, open. It's, it's literally not even as far. It's probably on the penalty spot if not a bit further back than that. It's not the closest to the goal. It's it's Collins had to do a lot there and he's done a damn good oh, yeah. job getting and in the back he of the wanted, net. He wanted that goal. You could see you know, he I'm wanted surprised. it so much more than a defender. It's a tough ball to deal with for sure, but... Yeah. Yeah. It's I'm the curve as well. I'm surprised ball. that... Um, yeah, that, that Colin was kind of left to just get to that. And what a header, seriously. He's put his head right through it. He's carried all the momentum through. With that run into the box, I mean, it was straight a con- into the corner. I mean, it was a contested header. I mean, the defender oh, no, wasn't was, going to yeah. do anything, yeah. but I mean, he was right there. Yeah. Even just having the man so tight, yeah. he's going to put you off. But Colin yeah, did like not said, pull out at all. Colin didn't pull out. He had his eyes on the ball the whole way. That's mm. what I'm getting at. Is that he wanted that goal? Yeah, he did. And I don't even think Sheffield United fans can say anything about, let's say, the the keeper doing any more or anything. No, no. I think Ramsdale was right in the header. middle of his goal. Collins just, yeah, it's it's just one of those headers. It's gone, it's gone in, and it was absolutely quality. And you can see how much it meant to Collins, yeah. and I'm sure how much it meant to all the boys oh, there as the well. Lads, what a, yeah, what a, for sure. You know, they know how tough Sheffield United are. They haven't lost hardly anyone. Yeah. So for us to go one 0 and it just sets the again what a president it sends for us, the fans, mm. the players, the club. Brilliant. And then we get back on the nervy affair yeah. and we see Ollie Burke hit the post, yeah. you know, I literally mean, within a minute. It was um, after that goal. I mean, especially the rest of the first half, it was very much sit back. It was. the goal, wasn't it? It was. But we were really, really structured. Yeah, we were. We were it really was a lot structured. better than what we've seen, obviously. Yeah. You can't even compare it to He Who Shall Not Be Named. But, no. you know, you compare it to the start of last season, middle of last season. Night and day, there genuinely is a defensive structure there. The players yeah. are getting rid of the ball. Whether, I mean, there was a lot of sloppy play in the in the end of the first half, but again, mm. it's just getting chucked back up the pitch, isn't it? Yeah. Which we saw last season, but in terms of just defensive roles, defensive duties, the players look way better, don't they? Yeah. Again, it's harder opposition as well. You know, this is a really a team, a team that's, that's challenging. Just been playing in the Premier exactly. League. You exactly. know, all those players there, they've all. You know, they were all, like I said, at some part, were playing Premier League football. Mm. You know, their goalkeeper, Ramsdale, just been to the year. 
And then, obviously, you're looking at our last fixture, what, West Brom 4-0 drilling. I know. You know, I wasn't the most confident. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And, um, yeah, to go into their home ground and do that, fair play to lads. Yeah, yeah, it takes a lot. So, that was the first half. Yeah. A couple of chances from them, like you mentioned, the post. I mean, if that went in by Oli Burke... It would have been a different game oh, without a doubt. Yeah. But we got yeah. the little bit of luck. Mm. The luck that we deserved, I think. Because on the whole, like I said, we looked... I don't... Other than that, I seriously don't think that they looked no. like they were really going to give us too much of no. a scare. And, I'll tell and you it's a similar well. story for the second half. Yeah, I'll tell you something as well. I was impressed. I'm sure you'll agree. For once, I was impressed with Sarkic, really. I well, he made like, one. Yeah, he made, he made one, one which looked like... It was like, like a cross, I yeah. think it was. And he came out and collected. And mm. you know, and it, any of the listeners who've listened to this podcast, especially me, mm. I am always talking about what you want from your keeper. And the thing that we don't see enough of from Etheridge is that command, being that commanding body in the box, coming for crosses, coming for high balls. And, you know, Sarkic did that there. Mm. He made one. I don't know whether it, it's it's questionable. It looked like he got a glancing finger to it. Oh, do yeah. Do you remember? I uh, do. It was a bit of a tricky shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked like he said tipped that it away. That's an amazing save, isn't but it? But either way, yeah. even if he didn't tip it, he had it covered. Yeah. Which is good. You know, just little things like that where, I mean, we've been sceptical of him in pre-season. Oh, I have. I said I didn't feel confident with him starting. No, and, no, and I haven't. But, but that doesn't game. change over one game. But I yeah. do think he was yeah. He was good. This game, but there was he also to get the win. Yeah, but he was also helped out by that, by 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 all the team, you know. Yeah. Oh, talking about that as well. I mean, first half, Chong. I mean, seeing him. I mean, the defensive duty he put in there. Oh, that's which again was, a, was very surprising. Yeah, it was two sides we saw it to was. him because you can see his attacking. Yeah, but him defensively, I'm almost going to say like his defensive side impressed me more. Mm. And just again, seeing that mentality yeah, of him, he's a right. young lad. He's on loan. We're not his parent yeah. club. Yeah. And just, yeah, you know, he just literally obviously did what the team needed. Yep. He put the team, it seemed like, you know, you see a lot of players, you know, similar mould to him, flashy mm. kind of players. You know, they, they, their whole mentality is, no, nah, I just need to attack, you know, mm. sort of flashy stuff moving forward. Whereas he literally, it seems like, like I said, put the team on his shoulders kind of thing, knew this is what the team needs and just did that role. Yeah. I mean, Boya mentioned it after the game and was saying, you know, that's what he's questioning, that's what he's wanting Chong to do is how you're playing off the ball. Yeah. I mean, even Chong, when he first joined the club in that, in that, um, you know, the, what's it called? Like his little Promo yeah. video, basically. He was saying how one of the things for him was Boya's giving him critique, Boya's giving him areas of improvement. You know, in that formation, in that um, setup, that could have been one of the things Boya's drilling into him getting back, helping off the ball, and it yeah. worked. It really worked. You know, yeah. having that, what sort of central midfielder kind of cam, coming back that deep to help defensively, and the work rate he did. I mean, he was really chasing down players and getting his foot in there. Yeah, he was... He, I think we both said, you know, we really noticed him. You could see yeah. him. He was just running, running, yeah. running, running. And that's not something I expected to see from him. Not at all. You know, it so really to wasn't. see that side of him, the game... And, you know, it paid off. He won man of the match. It speaks for itself. So, you know, even in the first half, I think he had two, sh- you know, two decent shots, as you see. The second one literally was 
right before the blow of the whistle hit mm. a man, but just for him to be in the box, took it slightly to the left and took a shot away, you know, keeps doing that. We might see some goals. Yeah. So Yeah. But yeah, that was the first half. Yeah. The second half, much more the same really. Yeah. They they definitely had more possession. But again with their chances, nothing really coming off. No. It was blues again. I and I mean we have some stand standout points from the second yeah. half, really, don't we? Yeah. You know, let's let's start with Juki. Juki should have got a Lucas goal. Lucas Djukovic. And yeah, who was the man? Really should have. What the, you know, recapping on that play. I mean, mm. what a great bit of play. Ryan Woods yeah. from one side of the Picks pitch. It up, switches. He the ball. sees Bella on the other wing. Switches it. A beautiful ball. Beautiful ball. Straight over there. Right back. Right back yeah. couldn't even do anything. Right back just had to wait Bulldog. until Bella collected it. Literally yeah. because it's already. I mean, how good he is. Anyway, Bulldog, yeah. right? Bella comes in. Beautiful cross. Literally beautiful cross. Literally lofted and flat. And Juki beats his man, gets the beating of his man, and somehow... He just misses the goal entirely. Just misses it, yeah. He just didn't have the direction no. on it. No, which was surprising. I mean, everyone, all Blue Noses knew. I saw all over Twitter. Everyone was surprised. Obviously, who else do you hope yeah. to get that header than Lukas Djukovic? But Look, give him, that, reason, give him that 10 times. He's probably scoring eight, eight yeah. times out of 10. Yeah. He probably scores that. So, yeah, I mean... Just wasn't just wasn't for him that day. Yeah. Unfortunately, it didn't come back to bite Exactly, us. I was going to say. I mean, as much as I love Juki, because I love Juki, you know, we've got to, we've got to, got to take those chances. We oh, have to. Definitely. Especially against a team like Sheffield. They're too in f- few and far between, you know. Yeah, and I mean, this all happened in like the first 20 minutes yeah. of, the, of the second half. You know, we then, we then go on to Colin potentially having a second goal mm. that was disallowed. I know. You know, another, another, you know, he could have got his second. Yeah. Was there a push? Yeah, I think, you know, <laughs> there, there yes. was the push up by Juki. But again, you know, on another day, we might have got a bit more luck. Yeah. It yeah. just, again, for me, just screams, at least we're making it. Yeah, it's at from, least we got in the back of the And net. it's from open play. Yeah, You know, exactly. Blues score, you know, from... A lot of set pieces. Mm. Again, goals from open play, for me, are what we need. We need mm. to have that side as well. Again, it shows how dangerous we are down those wings and balls into the middle. It screams how how, how dangerous we are. And again... Again? <laughs> and again, just building on from that, a couple of minutes later, Hogan. Hogan has a chance to yeah, then score a, a goal. And it absolutely is a sitter. Gary Gardner down the wing, curls one in. Mm. Juki again, 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 and again and again. Gets the ball, nods it down, hits up off the turf, bounces up. And Hogan, I don't know how. I think he is a bit unlucky because Juki's header is right down into the ground, and obviously Hogan's what five nine ish. It does bounce quite high. It does, yeah, but. It, it, obviously, he's got to do better. There is no denying. It's basically an open goal. It's not like the goal. ball was coming in really quick at him. You know, he did have time yeah, I guess to so, settle. Either way, he just should have tried game. what he tried. Unfortunately, he should have either tried to he just control got underneath it in it some and the way, ball was or, like right on top of him. Yeah, but, and he tried to just flick it behind him almost. I don't know how. Well, how yeah. he expected it's it to like go in. almost like he tried in. to side foot it, but it hit like off the top mm, of his ankle mm. almost. The way he did it, it was an awkward shot. There's no it denying was. it, but it was. But yeah. 
again, another game. You're potentially looking at us being 3-0. Mm. Mm. I mean, Hogan was gutted after that chance. Yeah, though, and he would he? do. He, knew, he, he wants knew. to get goals. Yeah. So, you know, we had the better chances. Mm. We then have, you know, again, it really started off, you know, pretty electric, didn't it, the second half, really, compared to the rest of the game. Mm. Again, they had a penalty shout. To me, it's not a penalty. Not a penalty at all. It's it was Pedersen, wasn't it? It's yeah. him on the, you know, him shoulder. He's he moved really down. well. I mean, I've watched the highlight back as well, and it's literally, to me, chest shoulder. You know, he's got his yeah, arms yeah. behind his back. What more can you do? I know it's just risky. It's yeah. just risky. Yeah. That ref was awful as well. I thought he was. He had an absolute nightmare. Mm. The ref did, but again, we kept them at bay, and we didn't regret not taking the chances we had overall we look good for the win mm, we, we deserve that win yeah i think that's a unanimous uh mindset as well yeah from even that game. us talking you know and hearing from some sheffield united mm. fans and reading on you know some some blogs and forums the consensus is you know even from them you know yep they had the possession but yeah they didn't look like they threatened us and no. we you know if it was going one way, it was ours. I mean, look, the, the best chance that they genuinely had, arguably, is the post. Pretty yeah, much yeah. straight after our goal, yeah. hitting the post. You know, other than that, a lot of the time it was coming out volley, mm. having they 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 were forced into taking low percentage shots, basically, which I'm sure is yeah. what Bowyer's whole idea with that formation, that setup is, force them into awkward positions where yeah. they can't. I don't. I don't, don't, shot off. I don't personally think they were ready for our way of playing. Yeah, we were really physical. Yeah, very pressing as well. Towards the second half, like yeah. there was a stage in the second half where, you know, we were really pressing. We ran everything. Defenders. We contested everything. Yeah, you know, I just don't think they were ready, and no, they didn't I expect don't. us to come out mm. the way we did. And testament to us, we looked like I said, we looked good. And yeah. the first game of the season. You know, how promising is this? Yeah. And I mean, the best thing for me is the players that had a great performance. Seeing Colin play that yeah. good first game of the season, to me, was really good defense, to see. defence, won defense everything solid, in the air. Always, yeah. Solid. Then you've got Bella playing in that position, but yeah. basically getting two assists almost. Yeah. Great game for him. Chong. Yeah, Chong. Chong, man of the match. Man of the match. Defensive. I think it should have probably um, been Colin, personally. Yeah, okay. But... Obviously, Chong, I mean, yeah. what a statement to make yeah. for him and what a confidence booster and for him. And the fact that we do know that, yep, he's a conven- he's been a conventional yeah. winger so he yeah. can play out wide, but I think Bowie's going to yeah. be putting him through the and middle and, and he, he does a he, job. And him, as we saw that game, he's willing to do the dog work, isn't he? Clearly. He is. yeah, he's he willing is. to put the effort in because no matter what you say, work rate was there. Yeah. Let alone the performance, which he did play well. Work rate was there from him. Yeah. And then Juki, you know, apart from the chance he missed, gets a ball down into Hogan. He's doing his job at the end of their day for most of the game. They couldn't handle him, the defenders. He was such a nuisance. But yeah, Yeah. this is the same story. Literally is. And yeah, Juki is just consistent. Like I Mm -hmm. said, how he gets better every game, every season, you know. At his age, like it's just testament to him. He's and the uh, Birmingham Ronaldo, mate. <laughs> Apparently, I've heard his uh, his medical records. He's got the fitness of a twenty-two year old. <laughs> but it is, it's nuts. He's just he's 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 that guy. He is. He's he that is that guy, guy pal. 
He is that, that guy. You know, and if he can just continue doing what he's doing, yeah, it's going to be a huge season for him again, yet mm. again. Mm. You know, so, yeah, all steam ahead. Yeah, we got promising another, start. Massively promising. Uh. Massively promising. Yeah. And again, this is still with... How many weeks still are the transfer market? We're no doubt going to see three weeks, is it? See some movement. Yeah, we've then got you know the, how quick the fixtures come mm. come in thick and fast now. Yeah, I mean we've got two this week, haven't we? Got Colchester, Colchester, Stoke City. Yeah, you know, it's just yeah, it's just amazing that we're sitting here and the season is now I know, fully we've underway. Started the season again, fully underway. Thank you God know. for that. Yeah, and next week. Well, this week, back at St. Andrews at with Saint league Andrews. games, you know. Blues, so, blues. Cheers, mate. <laughs> but yeah, so all in, what a start to the season. What a start to our messy Saturday night. I know. And just what a buzz. What a buzz. Like, we were saying like how gutted we were. We couldn't make the Sheffield game, make that trip to Sheffield, you know. It must have been absolutely oh, electric. Gosh. And then the trip back even, you know. Oh, man. I mean, yeah, I know what Bo, you mentioned that there was obviously issues with trains coming back. There wasn't any trains coming back, but, but either way. Blue noses either way. We don't care. We I know. follow the team. Mate, once we'll we've do. won yeah. that game, I'm sure Blue noses. No, get me wrong, there's an inconvenience there, but at the end of the day, three points, mate. We've got the three points. Away from home. And again, Lane, amazing away support, as yeah. we always do. Yeah. So, yeah. Hats off to you. Yeah, and more of the same, boys. More of the same. Definitely, definitely. Right, let's go into now some juicy blues news. Some gossip. Before we then finish the podcast with a little look ahead. Because mm. as you let's said, we've got let's two fixtures that. coming up before episode 21. Yep. Shameless plug. Right, Blues News, let's start off from the beginning of the week then. So, first bit, Villalbert is now a Sporting Dijon player on loan. Again, not to be confused with the popular mustard. (laughs) 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 uh, uh, Popular condiment. Yeah, au revoir is what we said to Villalbert. Yeah, and that was going to be the last we see of Mm. Villalbert in a Blues shirt. This was his last year uh, as a Blues player. So, yeah, he's going to be on loan at Sporting Dijon, then he'll mm. be a free agent. What what more can we really say? Yeah. You yeah, know, the player didn't really settle in. Not at all. Obviously didn't want to, you know, saw his career blues, yeah. playing somewhere else. So, all the best. It is what it is. Mm. Next is a player we've been linked with, and this is a real, like, head-scratcher for me. Because at the start of the week, we did see quite a few links being branded around about this lad. So, uh, centre defensive midfielder called Brandon Bay. Yeah. Again, I hope lied to I'm not butchering that name. Never heard of him, really. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Me you too, know. basically. So, he's from Clermont. Mm. I think it is in League 2. And last season, he was on loan to an, uh, to an Austrian team. Uh, can't speak. An Austrian team called Austria Lustino. Nice. Again, Great the pronunciation, well. I'm hoping he's there. I think last season he got 29 games, four goals, five assists. He's no. 20 years old and he's predominantly a centre defensive mid. Mm. 
I'm just going to give you my quick opinion on this. And it is literally great. Don't need him. Mm. That's simple. That's my standpoint is, yeah, that's cool. But we don't need him. Just because of what? Woods, Sunjic. Woods, Sunjic, Gary Gardner. Mm. Literally, where's where's he going to be starting to fit in? We've then got Chong, who's also probably looks like he's going to be playing in a centre mid role. Mm. I know it's a different type of player, but do we really need him? For me, honestly, and I know it's probably broken records of people listening, but we've just loaned out Ryan Sturk. Yeah. Why are we loaning in a 20-year-old lad, again, alone, when we had our own homegrown player mm. there who could have done who the same job? as well. I mean, know. I don't know anything about Brandon Bay, but for me... If he's better than what I've seen of Sturk, I mean, bloody hell. He's, he's some player, mm. right? Why get rid of Ryan Sturk if, and bring in this lad on loan? Mm. Give Ryan Sturk the chance. Mm. Give him the game time. He's our asset. Brandon Bay is just, what was he going to do? Yeah. He might be a great player, but I just don't see the point. Mm. And in the midfield, you know... We've seen, again, in a bit of news is today, Odin Bailey's gone out to Livingston. Yeah. Again, a different player. But we still have the likes of, you know, Charlie Lake in here. You know, mm. it's just, I don't know. Do yeah. we need him? I don't think so. And the lad coming on loan, the team, his parent club are going to want him to get minutes. And for me, he's not going to get him. Mm. We've got Ryan Woods, who's a staple. Yeah, he's a complete Sunjin, staple. Gardner, mm. who are all getting in the team ahead of him. And yeah. I, you know, I think, you know, I just think, yeah, it's probably just a link and nothing will materialise mm. of it. But I think in the midfield department, I think we're good. Yeah, I, I do think, I mean, I might be completely wrong here, but I do think Lakin's probably going to go out again as well. Yeah, I do. I think um, so Just too. because by the looks of it, I mean, it looks like the young lads are all moving know, out on loan again. Out, yeah. Which, I mean, makes sense in a way if they're not going to be in the team, they're not going to be featuring the squads. But at the same time, it's like, well, when's the right time for him to get well, this is what integrated? I'm, this is what I was saying, you know. Mm. Odin Bailey going out to Livingston. Okay, great. Get him some minutes. But... It's just been seasons now, I mean, isn't it? The same this is story. what I mean. Yeah, you're just going out alone every single season. Mm. And if we look about, you know, again, I always say this, look at it from both sides, not only just from Blues, but also the player. This is not good for either, really. Because, you know, Odin Bailey needs to have somewhere where he can settle in and make a real impact. And by loan, that's not going to happen. And for Blues, just keep sending him out on loan. You know, when do you look at him as no longer... Because I think he's 21 now. Still mm. ridiculously young, don't get me wrong. But in footballing terms, you need to be starting to, like, you know, getting into that, you know, or a starting, you know, a squad, yeah. you know. And, yeah... I don't, I don't know how it really benefits anyone because mm. looking at him, how many loans he's been on, is he ever going to break into the Blues team now? I don't know. There's question marks. Mm. And it's a similar story for Lakin. But, yeah, we'll yeah. soon see. I just think... Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with Bayer. you and I think I think it is probably just a link at the moment. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much it'll materialise because, yeah, I just don't think it is a position that we necessarily need to fill right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's sort of, I guess, if we... I guess if it's going, you know, we can have it. But the, the, the prime things need to be a striker, really, or, yeah. or I don't know, a centre-half. Um, yeah. I mean, as I said, the disappointing thing for me is 
and everyone could probably just call me a Reinster fanboy. Mm. But bringing in a lone player when we've just got a player who is that kind of CDM role, our asset again. Right. It's Ryan Woods Jr., mate, is well, Reinster. Yeah, yeah, I just stress, <laughs> he's our asset. And we've shipped him out and we're going to bring another lad in on loan. Like, mm. it just doesn't make sense to yeah. me. And yeah. then, you know, I think the what the EFL rules are, you can only have five loans, loan signings as well in your match day squad. You know, God, bring him in. And we're now pushing that as well. You know, it just doesn't, to me, it doesn't make sense. But I we, mean, shall talking, s- we shall soon talking see. Talking of uh, CDMs, though, mm. squad so, numbers were announced. Oh, that is a good transition. Yeah. It is. It is. So, Blue Noses, listening in, if you've seen the squad numbers, you may or may not have noticed someone was missing. You might not have noticed because they haven't made that much of an impact. No, they haven't made but, pretty much an appearance yeah. in the last season. Yeah, but the number eight shirt looks like it's vacant. Mm. That meaning Adam Clayton isn't in the squad. So he is obviously being moved on. Whether that's just going to be, we're going to hear, hear that he's moved on to another club or probably is that he's a free agent. Yeah, it's probably I think what it's going to be that. be a mutual consent yeah. where, you know... We just let him go, we basically. We just let him go, exactly. Yeah. Um, do I think anything of it? I just think, yeah, it's a shame that it didn't really work out. I did think that he could be a good player for us. Mm. Um, with the experience and doing it at championship level, but just never worked out. Didn't, yeah. I mean, it didn't really come close to working out, did no, it? No, not even. <laughs> but, um, yeah, fair play to him. Good luck in the future, I guess. Yeah. Um, on to Mr. Ex- Clayton. Yeah. <laughs> Take a bow. <laughs> on to more exciting things, and I'm very excited about I know these you are. You haven't two. shut up about it for the last, what, since it's been linked, really, have yeah, you? Yeah, but for me, yeah. Right, okay. No more wasting time. Go on. Scott Dan. We've been linked with Scott Dan oh. coming back. We've heard this before, though, haven't we? I swear we've uh, heard maybe, this before, but like I've earlier in the pre-season. I've definitely said it to you how much I'd love to see mm. Scott Dan. And I did, I think, maybe a season ago. I think I was saying it like, it'd just be cool if he came yeah. back. I mean, how old is he now? Like 34, oh, 30, 35? Yeah, probably. I'm not too sure. I think last age, time I saw he was 34. Yeah, but what a defender. Yeah. And he went and he what was he's done unbelievable for us. Him and Roger Johnson were fantastic. Everyone knows about that partnership. Yeah. And yeah, and then he went on, you know, obviously didn't played amazing for Crystal Palace. Mm. And now for him to be linked, you know, coming down to championship. Honestly, I think he'll just do such a job. Yeah. I mean the thing was I really do. The thing was, you know, when you mentioned it earlier this week, the obvious thing to be sceptical of is the age, isn't it? But I just think, look, in a team like ours, in yeah. the Championship, I mean, the pedigree that he's bringing with him, the age won't make a difference, will it? He'll be so. probably the best, one of the best centre-backs in the league, potentially. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I do think, yeah, he'll get the job done. Yeah, For I do. Sure, I do. And he just puts so much depth mm. into the centre backs. So much experience. Yeah. He's already been at the club. You know what the fans are going to be like with him. Hey, he's a teammate. Yeah. of Lee Bowyer and Craig Gardner. It's perfect. Part of the team, you know. It is perfect. So, and who knows? You know, you could even involve in it 
look, you retire, you I could know, work here. Exactly. He's you know, a defensive coach. You could wrap it up into a deal. And I, th- I would not be surprised if that has got something to do with yeah. it. Or Bo is looking at him as being like a long part of the team. You know, it just for me, that is a great bit of business if we can get that over the line. And yeah. there's no smoke without fire. As yeah, yeah, no, I definitely think conversations so, are being had. 100%. It's just 100%. whether we can get him over the line or not. Yeah. But I think if you wrap it up in a deal, who knows? You know, it is, you put that on paper, even to me, that's attractive. Uh, it's just whether Scott Dan has better offers, which we don't know of. Yeah, I'd be surprised if he doesn't have other oh, championship no, exactly. offers. That's the thing. He will have we've other got offers. the history. You've got the history, you've got the players there, and you've got, got the, the backing staff. Yeah, I mean. exactly. So, again, let's hope we hear some more news on this in the coming week. Yeah. Um, and we definitely are looking for a centre-back, aren't we, it seems? Like I know, that's but one then of the positions even, that we're looking yeah, for. Yeah, but so. even look at that, you think, God, look how good. If you look at our back, let's, let's put it as a back four. Peds, Robbo... Uh, Harley Dean Colin all I wouldn't let them then lose their got, spot at the minute who knows about Dion Sanderson that's yet. what I'm saying you bring in Scott Dan an experienced vet you've got George Friend there who's a great head Again, for young lads yeah. you're looking you know at the minute I'm thinking mate Dion Sanderson's come on on loan and he's going to be a bit part player uh, so yeah. you know but for me as a fan and our club competition is the best yeah of course it is you know that's going to drive them all to be better players man if we had competition at centre back in defence in general I'd love that because you know two three seasons ago even last season you know throughout the season until the end when Boya came in Mm. defence was shaky defence has been shaky there's still been mistakes in defence or you know last season and everything so yeah any competition back there fantastic Absolutely. Echo that, mate. Well done. Thank you. Bravo. Finally, striker. Yeah. So we've got some movement here. Mm. And as the days have gone on, not only has there been the link, but it seems like we're moving in the right directions. As we said, a bit of context, Bowyer's, you know, been saying we bring players in, but we need to bring players out. Yeah, we need to lose some players first. And this looks like a direct switch, really. Mm. So, linked with Lyle Taylor. Lyle Taylor at the minute with Forrest. But for that deal to happen, Cosgrove needs to exit. Mm. And just literally today, we're seeing Cosgrove has been linked with some of the League One teams. I yeah, think the I one know. that I've seen. Apparently, there's a few League One yeah, teams. Yeah, there's a few, but th- from what I've seen, the, the number one, the lead... <laughs> All right, mate. <laughs> the number one runner... Is Wickham Wanderers nice? I don't know if it's they're they're looking to take him on loan or if mm. it's going to be a permanent deal. I can just imagine they take him on permanent and he just turns into being an absolute stud. Oh god! But I'll take that from Reece. last season. You know, maybe a bit harsh. Listen, I'm but a betting man, and I will take that risk. I'll take my odds. Yeah, but Lowell Taylor is someone I I genuinely really like. Mm. You know, under Bowyer. Exactly. I think he got, got like a, he got again. his record and it Charlton was something like two in one or roughly around that. And again, you know, to have that player again, you know, whether he's starting or not, but just in and around the mix, having him as an option on top of look at the players we've got: Juki, Hogan, Aneki, 
Leko, you know, another striker in that mix. Mm. You know, this is, for me, again, you know, goals have always been a problem for Blues. And for us to have genuine options now, mm. sport for choice. <laughs> I could be speaking way too soon. <laughs> but Look, I'm impressed with Chucks and Iki. And EK. Yeah. Obviously Hogan Djukovic are just the staples. Yeah. If we had Lyle Taylor come in, literally I'll be laughing because like just I said again, depth. Chucks and EK has really come in and he, either way he's given an effort from what I've yeah. seen when he's come on the pitch. So yeah. I'd love it. I definitely think we need to get some sort of striker in before the end of the transfer window. Yeah, and I, if I if I was to say we're at transfer deadline day mm. now, and we were to br- we were to b- do that business, we bring Scott Danning and Lyle Taylor oh, and yeah. Cosgrove out. Honestly, wash your hands with it. The transfer yeah, window yeah. has well and truly been a success for me. Yeah, and there's you know there's uh, I don't want to u- lose the young lads, but you could send out Lakin on loan again. You could obviously get rid of Sam Cosgrove. And that opens up those two positions. No, it does. Those two Four players, players who genuinely you know. are gonna, they're gonna have, they they're just gonna be more impactful. Yeah. That's one hundred more likely to genuinely get into the matchday squad. Yeah, that's it. You know, we don't want to be getting players in. They don't even make the subs or they don't even make the reserves. You know, like. No. And again, you look at Lyle Taylor. He's someone who's got history with Bowie. Bowie yeah. knows he's know. in what what makes him tick. We spoke about it at the so, end of last season, going into you know the pre-season and transfer market. Boya bringing in players that he knows of, League One hungry players, and he's doing it. I mean, a lot, a lot of the players that we've been linked with, or you know, obviously Leco's already there, but they're Leco players that either he's been interested Jordan in. Jordan Graham, he looked at yeah. when he was at Charlton, couldn't get out of or the that he's already got a relationship yeah. with. So, again, really good business from Boya. And, and I think hopefully it shows, he's making a great dressing room. That's, uh, mate, what a point. I was literally about to Thank make you. that. Thank you. It shows that he's also recruiting, like, you know, the personality yeah, of the yeah. player. For the morale he of the team. He knows that person. It, yeah. So, sure. I, I can't, again, you know, I'm on the Liboya bus. I have never got off it. And in Boya, I 100% trust, mm. you know, again, even just looking at the Sheffield United performance, you know, again... If you say again one more time, <laughs> I won't say it again. <laughs> Go on, yeah. But yeah, it's it's just exciting times. Yeah, exciting it really times. Is. And, and Bowie's is is excited, isn't he? You yes. can really see it on his face. I mean, we've been saying it for ages now, but obviously he's got the result there, hasn't he? He's yeah. going to be ridiculously happy. We just First feel game like we're of the turning season. the page, don't we? Yeah. yeah, we really are. We're and you're building off horrible what he's already ended last us. season on. You know, yeah. Look at the record. Forget the two games at the end of last season. He's won, what, six, seven games? Yeah, yeah. You, you're yeah. laughing there. And the, realistically, I mean, to be fair, we've made some changes now um, over this pre-season. But come on, the, the players he's done it with and against the teams now, I mean, you're putting Sheffield United behind you away from home first game mm. of the season. You're going to be ridiculously happy and you can see it in his face. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, yeah, and to see him again. We've, we've seen the training videos and see him getting involved he's got his bib on yeah we're joking about it aren't we he must love he it he loves it he loves it and he's just one of the lads yeah. he's recruiting odd numbers just to I make know, up so the numbers he... in training he is <laughs> alright lads pass us a bib yeah. 
Uh, what, it's 10v, 10v11. Go on then, lads. Yeah. <laughs> They're all saying to him, no, 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 let Leco come on this no. team. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, I'll, it's I'll fine, play, I'll play. Boss, it's fine. Gaffer. Gaffer. No, it's fine, lads. I'll play. <laughs> I'll get it. <laughs> yeah. But, Great guy. Yeah. Great guy. Come on, Bowie. Yeah, and Bowie we trust. Now let's have a little look yeah. ahead. Yeah. So we've got a game. First round of the EFL Cup. Yep. Tomorrow. Tomorrow night. Colchester. Colchester. This, I wouldn't even know where to start because I think Bowie is going to see this game as a pre-season. Literally. I think he's just going to play, you know, he's young lads minutes. And, and reserves or... I or think you know, depending on fitness, we'll yeah. probably see Sanderson come out. Yeah. I think we'll see Graham. I want to. I want to as well. I, I think we'll see, see Chuck start. Yeah, you Chuck's Leco. Hopefully, will start. Yeah, I think front. so. You I know, think so. Maybe I don't know if he will, but could potentially give Sunjic some a little run around. No, I think he will give Sunjic a run he's around. He's been out, hasn't he? He's been I out think he will. with a knock. I so think he will. George Friend could game start. You yeah, know, again, George all the players Friend. that we haven't seen feature definitely so far. Definitely want to see Sanderson. Definitely want to see Graham out there. Yeah. Both players who I'm pretty sure we'll see, definitely. Uh, I'm not so sure about Sanderson, but Graham Just because of the fitness, get a, yeah. Get a shout. Yeah, I think so too. And I think it should be could a good we see Riley? Could we see Riley Reid? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> get her back in the kit. Uh, the Tilt Zoo legend, I mean, Riley Reid. So, I mean, has Riley he... Riley um, yeah. He was in the Olympic squad, wasn't he? For yeah, Australia. he was. But he's back and now. has he come back now? Yeah, he? he's back. So, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw him in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I don't think, think it should overall. Can... It should just be, hopefully, a good run around for those lads. Yeah. And let's get a result there. Let's get some goals yeah, in. Yeah, definitely. We want to keep the momentum of the team yeah. going. Yeah. But... You know, I mean, we're definitely favourites. Yeah, I mean, it's a great game for rotation. It really St. is. St. Andrews, under the lights. Let's go. Yeah, great game um, for those. Yeah, hopefully we just see a good game of football. And for mm. me, it's just going to be exciting just to see different players. And like I said, I think it will be seen as a pre-season, but the environment's completely different. We're going to be up for winning. So yeah, I think yeah, you'll see the line of like a pre-season yeah. game, but yeah. the mentality is going to be completely different. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it that, it's really that it's that team, you know, essentially what like a quote unquote second team's chance yeah. to impress, show what they're made yeah, of, basically. Exactly, exactly. So for me personally, I'm really looking forward to that game as I am every game. Mm. But this one, particularly first game back under yeah. the lights at St Andrews and see some new players. Yeah, yeah, it should be really good. And then yeah. on to our next league fixture. Stoke this is the one everyone's waiting home. for. Stoke yeah. at home. Yeah. Ryan Woods' his old team. Yep. Three his old parent off. team. So he's going to have a point to prove. And I must say, he's bloody good already. Mm. So if it gives him a little pep in his step, we could be looking at you know a series of good performance. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, think personally he's going to go with a very similar team to yeah, what we I saw against so. Sheffield United. Because we were effective, we did the job. Yep. If it's not broken, don't fix it. Yeah. And I think it's a game. I mean, look, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and uh, go for a little score prediction here. Yeah, go for it. But I do think we'll get the job done here. I think good game at home. Mate, I'm seeing Duke scoring a goal or two. Yeah. Okay. I can just picture it now. Being back in St Andrews, Duke getting his head on it, that net rippling. <laughs> You know, I can literally see it now, and I'm hoping yeah. it happens. Yeah, uh, yeah, 
a result here would be huge for me personally. Obviously, all blue noses, but to get two wins to start the season off would absolutely. be... absolutely. Yeah, I'd absolutely love it. Yeah. I mean, absolutely for me, love it. Stoke, so they played... Reading, was it, it Saturday or was it Sunday? Uh, I think it was, it Saturday. was Saturday. Yeah, but they won three two. Yeah, a tough tough game. Yeah, against Reading, who were you know a good side really. Yeah, yeah, they are a tough a tough side. You know, they were right up there last season. Their game, they they lined up a five three two, so quite interesting. Very similar to us, mm. but for me, this game is going to be like played and it's going to be won in the midfield. Yeah, you look at their midfielders or the midfielders they lined up with against Reading. I mean, it's a bloody strong midfield. Mm. You've got that, is it Vrancic from mm. Norwich, right? Great player. I loved him for Norwich. Relax. No, he was. He was quality. You know he was quality. <laughs> Go on. Uh, Allen in midfield. Crazy player for me again. He kind of come off the boil a little bit in the last mm. season, but again, he is a top, top player for me. And you've got Nick Powell as well, who again is a great player. Mm. That's three three very strong championship midfielders. And for me, that's where we're going to see the play, you know, where the game's going to be dictated yeah. throughout the midfield. Yeah. I really do. It's going to be tough. They're going to be physical. Yeah, and, you know, going from that result, I mean, look, they've got the ability to score three goals there. I mean, for that in your opening yeah. match, it's a good feat, isn't it? Yeah. You know. Obviously, they conceded two as well. It's a high-scoring game, but to score three in the opening match of the season is not bad at all. They obviously no. worked the ball well. Yeah. Nick and Powell got um, one of them, you know, goal from yeah. midfield. That's what I mean, you know. Yeah, it'll be I a think, tough game. Yeah. It'll be a I, tough game. And, I, and like I said, I would really do. I think the midfield is going to be key. So I can't wait to see again Ryan yeah. Woods. Hopefully, he can dictate that midfield and just... You know, even yeah. when the pressure comes on, you know we need that calm head of Ryan Wood to kind of slow yeah. things down and. I mean, it's funny again. because first half, I remember we were saying, weren't we? This is of the uh, obviously the game just gone. We were saying about how Woods kind of wasn't getting any opportunity to be on the ball in the first half. Second half, though, he got into it, didn't he? We, didn't he? we saw him spraying it a bit more. The ability to do that is really good. You know, there might be moments in the way that he plays the game where yeah. it's overlooked because we're clearing the ball up or whatever. But for over a course of 90 minutes, every time we've seen him, he's been crucial, hasn't he? Or yeah, he's been I distributing, think... or he's been defensive, or he's been just a great passer of the ball. I mean, Opens he's really good to watch if you just literally focus in on him. And he's just good to watch. watch if you him. genuinely just like football. Yeah, he's your... He's a great player stereo- to watch. He's not your stereotypical, he's just your typical... Yeah. Just football, as in like just... Basics, yeah, of football. absolute basics. But he's got him down. He's got he's him down. So good at them. Yeah, he doesn't complicate the game. No, and we love a midfielder like that of Blues. Yeah, we absolutely love, love a midfielder like that. Of blues. We again, we said this. It could be the missing puzzle piece. Yeah, that key that unlocks it the could. team. It could. I think the Still missing puzzle doors. pieces, though, genuinely. Alan I mean, Milivic. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's early Croatian <laughs> prince. Uh, talking about princes, French prince. Thank you for the goal on uh, Saturday, Maxime, the boy himself. But anyway, um, I think the missing puzzle puzzle piece, it's early doors, but is the way Boya's got us defensively. Mm. You know, the way he's got those back three firing, Colin, uh, you know, Pedersen, Dean, Roberts. I mean, Pedersen, Dean, Roberts have been lights out since Boya's come in, really. They really have, yeah. 
and you know we could say all we wanted under Karanka about being defensive and all this stuff. We saw it against Sheffield United. We've said it obviously, but if we take that into each game, if we genuinely get a goal and we have the ability to sit back and make it really hard for teams, we don't want to invite them. We always no. want to be attacking, but to have that defensive like prowess, yeah. I mean, it's really tough for teams to get in there. Our performance against Sheffield United was what I personally, and I think all us Blue Noses want, mm. is we were competitive, yeah. we were really tough to beat, yeah. and we took the game to them. Yeah. Uh, Away from uh, home. Yeah, and it was a game where Blues could have, you know, could well have got beat. Mm. You know, let's be real, they're, they're a top, top side. They are going to be up there come the end of the season. Yeah. And that's all we wanted coming yeah. into this season. Let's just be yeah. competitive again. Especially make sure teams know it's going to be a tough game. And we did the top that. Teams, especially that's all we want. You know, I don't want to see every game where we just invite an attack or, or, you know, sitting back. But against the best teams in the championship, nitty gritty, that's mm. what we want. If we can steal a goal and then genuinely have the ability to sit back and make it hard for them, it works, doesn't yeah, it? Over it the does. course of a season we get results like that against the top teams I mean yeah who knows genuinely where we could end up yeah I'm back on the uh, promotion bus in the Champions oh, no, League exactly. when I am after yeah. after Saturday so yeah. uh, I think FA Cup might be ours this year I think we're winning Champions League mate <laughs> I, know. I don't know what you're talking about FA Cup for <laughs> they're, they're I'm, throwing I'm, us in the we're, Super we're, League yeah, next yeah season, we're in Champions League Apparently, there's a petition to get the Super League started again because Blues are. Uh, I know it was Blues ahead in it. It was Don Gren's last wish <laughs> uh, as CEO of Birmingham City to see us, our great club yeah, yeah, in the yeah. Super League. So. And Craig Gardner's uh, taking it on his shoulders and actually getting it in the works. These are just rumours, by the way. Uh, this is just what I've heard through the grapevine. <laughs> <laughs> and your sources are very reliable. <laughs> and they're very reliable. Oh. I've got roots in the. Uh, in the back room of St Andrews. Basil knows a little mole, oh, no, shall we yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Super League 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Was it the first group? Birmingham, Barcelona. Yeah. PSG. <laughs> yeah. And uh, somehow Arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Arsenal somehow managed to swindle their way into our league. Oh, topical, I love it. Well, thank you. Right, that wraps us up. Episode 20 in the bag. 20, another Episode milestone. 20 in the bag, yeah. We stopped this a while ago. We tried to, I but know, let's but say it again. Another milestone, I think we're just episode so, 20. Let's be real. We're just so humbled that we've got to this point and that we've got you know people listening in and taking part yeah. and collaborating yeah. and just reaching out. If you'd like to reach out to us, our DMs are always open. We always. love to hear from all the Blue Noses and football fans in general. Please, please check us out on our socials. So, on Instagram, you can find us at the Tilton Two. Yep, and on our Twitter and on our Facebook at the Tilton Two. Brilliant. Make sure you lock in next week, same time, episode yep. twenty-one. Yeah, we'll have the recap on two big games, two big games, Colchester and Stoke. But until then, keep right on. Keep right on. <laughs>